Praise the Lord. Greetings in the name of the Lord. This is Holy Lady T checking in on tonight. And yes, I am still saved, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Ghost. And yes, I am enjoying my life with Jesus. How about you? God is great and he is greatly to be praised on today on this Tell It Like It Is Thursday. Yes, God is great, y'all. I am so excited about what God is doing in my life. I'm so excited about what God is doing in the lives of his saints. I'm so excited about what God is doing in the earth, even through all the negative things that is happening. God is still getting the glory in the earth through his saints. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. I have been hearing of so many miracle testimonies and y'all, even myself. Oh my gosh, y'all. I have to share this testimony. Y'all, last week, last week, I'm driving my car, mind my business. And let me tell y'all, this car just dashed out in front of me. If you can see my hands, those that are watching the video, but a car just dashed out in front of me out of a parking lot i'm just driving 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 and soon as i got really close that's when he dashed out in the park and i'm like oh my god oh my god oh my god oh my god and what comforted me is like i know i'm right with god and so it wasn't like god is you know like like okay well i'm not protected because the, the bible say that angels are encamped around them that fear him and so when you fear god you reverence him you respect him in which you obey his word i'm like i know i'm living for god like all is going through my life so i didn't have no reason to be like well i'm not on god's side type of thing and it was like oh my god oh my god i didn't know if i was going to hit this man and so i at that moment that's all i was saying and, and and in my heart i just know that god is with me and i can feel the angels encamped around me because i'm telling y'all i'm seeing this car right right in front of me i had i stopped on brakes like so hard so hard and y'all cars is behind me cars behind me i stopped on brakes so hard because this man dashed out from the parking lot in front of me and so Y'all, but he was right in front of me, and I know it had to be an angel that was encamped around me because I could envision myself hitting this man because that is how close I was to him. It was only the angels being encamped around me. Thank you, Jesus, that allowed me not to get in an accident. Glory to God. Y'all, nobody hit me from behind because it was like a drastic sudden stop that I had to make. Nobody hit me from behind. Thank you, Lord. I didn't hit this man truck that was uh that dashed out in front of me. Thank you, Lord. I thank him. I think because I, I I don't know the whole story of why he dashed out. Soon as he seen me right up on him, him he dashed out of the parking lot. Lord, I thank you. Ooh, glory to God. That could have been my life. My children was in the car. That could have been my children's life. But God spare our lives. Thank you, Lord. My car didn't get messed up. Thank you, Lord. I didn't hit anything. Nobody hit me. Thank you, Lord. I thank God for his grace and his mercy. And again, we got to remember that scripture, y'all, because this is what I'm going to be talking about on today. The angels is encamped around those that fear him. And that's mean fear God. This is a big deal because you 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 hear people saying, oh, the angels is protecting me, protect my children, protect my house. But if you yourself don't respect God, in which you are obedient to him, in which you live for him, then the angels are not encamped around you and your kids. So even if you pray for them in the morning, it's by the mercy and the grace of God like that, that they are protected. But see, when you're living for God, when you are obeying his word because you love him, the angels, the Bible say the angels are encamped around them that fear him when you respect him when you honor him you honor him as god you respect him as god you're you're you reverence him as a holy god that means your life is holy then you can expect the angels to be a camp encamped around you because you are obeying his word glory to god and i thank god for that and y'all this is what we're going to be talking about today the fearless generation tell it like it is thursday topic the fearless generation and y'all, on the other flip side of it, there is a generation growing up 
that do not fear God. How you know they don't fear God? You might say, hey, killings. Y'all, I just, a couple of days ago, it probably was yesterday, uh, heard about a 10-year-old that murdered his mother, shot his mother because something related to a video game. Shot his mother dead because it's something related to a video game. And please be in prayer for that family. But it's like, it on the news report, it was saying like, when they talked to him or whatever, he had no remorse and he didn't even cry. And he was like, wait a minute, did my video, did, did my Amazon package get here yet? What? You're, you just murdered your mom and it's the question you ask? I'm telling y'all, this is a fearless generation. that they, they don't fear God. That is why these things are happening. These things are happening. Young people are murdering, murdering parents, murdering, murdering people that they know, murdering people that they don't know, and no remorse. People, they're not loyal. They're heartless. The Bible said the love of many shall wax cold. It's happening. They don't care. They don't care who you are. They will shoot you and kill and don't have no feeling regarding it. And it's like, wait a minute. And you ask why? But th this is the generation that we're living in. They're ruthless. They are disobedient to parents. Disobedient to parents. Bluntly. Disrespectful to adults and older people. They don't care. They have no compassion. They have no human feeling. Whew. This is the fearless generation that we are living in. It's not a joke. It's not a joke. And I'm going to read this scripture to start us off with. Proverbs 16 and 6. By mercy and truth, iniquity is purged. By mercy and truth, iniquity is purged. And by the fear of the Lord, men depart from evil. By the fear of the Lord, men depart from from evil. That's Proverbs 16 and 6. So opposite of that, if they don't fear God, they're not going to depart from evil. Their minds are evil continually because they don't fear God. They don't have the truth of God. They don't have the knowledge of God. They don't even recognize that God is God. And we think that the world is going to go on as normal. No. It's a fearless generation, y'all. And let me tell you, some of this is the fault of their parents and guardians. And I was like, you know what, God? When my children were younger, I was like, I got to raise them up in the fear of God. And we say this term loosely, but it's not a loose thing. When you say you're raising your children up in the fear of the Lord, that means you yourself, again, is obeying God's word, you are a living, holy example in front of them so they can see that God is real. They, they grow up with knowing that, hey, my mom, she trained me in the Lord. She had Bible class with me at home. We went through the word of God. We learned of God. God attributes stories in the Bible where the creation story, the Daniel and the lion's den, Daniel and the lion's den story, the three Hebrew boys story, all these stories that's in the Bible, I, I was trained about. I'm training my children about these stories. When God destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah because of same-sex situations going on, talking about intercourse, same-sex going on, he destroyed. He destroyed the whole world. By flood, Noah and the ark, because the people, the mind was evil continually. And you think God ain't about to come down and, and come and rapture the church and destroy the, destroy the world by fire? Oh, he's about to do it again. Not flood. The Bible said that rainbow was a sick, the rainbow was a sick, he ain't going to destroy the world by flood anymore. 
fire next time because the people on earth is evil continually. Just like the people on earth when he wiped off the whole earth by flood. People was evil continually. Evil, just partying, drinking, having a good time. Wasn't acknowledging God. But he found Noah. He found Noah to be an upright man. And so he saved Noah and his family and some of the animals. And so just like today, God is going to wrap the church. And the ones that still down here evil continually, they're going to burn up. They're going to go to hell. It's just point blank, period. But why are these, why is this generation, I'm not just talking about the children, young adults, they don't fear God. Adults, they don't fear God. And again, but we're going back, we're going to go first to the children. Why a lot of times they don't fear God is because they don't have a holy example in front of them. And instead of you saying, you know what, as for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. No, you be like, I'm going to go to church as a parent, but I'm going to leave my child at home. They need their rest. Huh? While they at home playing destructive video games, violent video games, chatting with people in another country about doing evil things, standing on a street corner, selling drugs, getting high, but oh, you're going to leave your child at home while you go to church. That's why they don't feel God. They don't feel God, and then so, uh, some of them don't even think there is a God again. So we have to train up our children in the ways of God. The Bible says train up a child in a way it should go, so when it's old, you will not depart from it. And so this is my thing. If I know I'm training my children up in the ways of holiness, and they sneak and go do stuff astray of what I told them, I'm not, then I'm not held accountable because I trained them up in a way. I set up parameters at my house that, listen, this is the rules. And if you break this rule, these are the consequences. But if they sneak and do something, that wasn't me telling them to do. They know the right thing to do. They snuck and did the wrong thing. But if we as parents sitting up here, leaving our children at home, when we go, when we're at home, we don't train our children in the ways of God, we let them do what they want to do. Like instead of, okay, the Bible says don't do this. But we let them do it in the face of God, in the face of what the pastor is preaching according to the word of God. We still let them do it. Still let them listen to worldly music in our house with our knowledge. And again, if my children doing it, they ain't going to do it in my face. No, you're not. This is the kind of music you're going to listen to in my house. And if I find out you're not, I will take your phone. So anyway, we have to train our children in a ways of holiness because they're getting enough of toxic things in the streets, toxic things at school. So when they come home, we're supposed to be training them in the word of God about what God, what God requires of us. The whole duty of man, fear God and keep his commandments. They how they going to fear God if they don't even know the Bible? They don't even know it because a parent or a guardian failed to, they'd be like, I don't have time. They don't, we have to make time to have Bible class and prayer. Prayer is a spiritual covenant. Bible class and prayer in our homes every week because they're learning about the world at school, they learn about the world around their friends. So when they come home, it's supposed to be a safe haven. It's supposed to be a holy home where they know, hey, my mom is going to train. My dad is going to train me in the ways of God. And so this is the problem, y'all, that it's going up a generation that don't know God. So that's why they don't fear God. And so we got to make sure that we train our children at home. By the lifestyle, the holy life we live, don't be a hypocrite. If you going to church and you telling your children to walk in the ways of holiness, you, we, ourselves need to be walking in the ways of holiness. And like I said some years ago, I was like, no, I got to live holy. I got to live right because I believe according to the scriptures that this holiness is real. God is real. God has manifested himself in my life so many times. He has showed me himself so many times that I am 100% convinced that God is real and the Holy Scriptures is real. And so I was like, you know what? No, I got to obey God. And so when they was young, 
I made sure I turned my life to God wholeheartedly because I believe this thing and I got asked God to help me to live this holy life and he have been helping me and so I've been training my children in the right way and I'm a single mom it's not a brag of me saying that but I'm a single mom and I asked the Lord to help me and guide me through this process because I didn't want my son to turn out being a drug dealer I didn't want my son to turn out sleeping with women I didn't want him to turn out that way and so I'm like Lord please God help me help me to train him in the right way and so I make sure like certain people he can't be around like if them your friends and you ain't never going nowhere but I thank God that he made like friends that are being successful in school and at home they're respectful to their parents everything like that and they have they are succeeding again in school and things like that and so of course I want to see my son filled with the Holy Ghost because I know if he not then he will not inherit eternal life with Jesus and so I'm training I'm like you know it's good that you're doing good in school you a good young man far as the natural part but there's only only one good etern internally and that is God and so you need the Holy Ghost to make you that good man that you need to be and so even my daughter I thank God that she's not out here sleeping around with men selling her body and all of these things because hey it's not allowed and it's not acceptable and I thank God that God filled her with the Holy Ghost a couple of years ago and so it's in the training and it's, it's in us training. It's more than telling our children what's right and what's wrong. It's us mirroring the word of God ourselves. And I took that to heart. I have to be a recipient of what I'm telling my children to do. If I'm telling her not to have sex with men before marriage, I can't be out here having sex with men before marriage. And I do it first because I love God. Second, because I'm an example to my children. And so, no, they don't know nobody. They know good and well. Mom, they can't never say mama had somebody coming in and out of the house. They can't they can't even say mama dated multiple people. Because that's not happening. No, no, no. So we have to train our children on what is right and what is wrong. And so if we don't want a generation that's gonna grow up that don't know God, which it is a lot that already have grew up and don't know God, but it's still still as long as you have breath. You can still, if you hear me, you can train your children up to know God. Train them through the word of God. Take them again to the church house. I'm talking about a holy church house. I'm not talking about you going to a church building that you know the pastor is sleeping around with women. You know the pastor is molesting little boys. You know the pastor is cussing. You know the pastor is clubbing. You know, you know the pastor is sinning. No, I'm not talking about going to a church like that. I'm talking about going to a church that you know this man, that this is a holy man of God, that have consecrated his life before the Lord, that can actually get a prayer through to God. Because see, your pastor watch for your soul. So make sure when you're in the church, that you are in a church building, excuse me, that the pastor is Holy Ghost filled and the pastor is preaching from the word of God and the pastor is living the word of God. Glory to God. And he's standing for holiness in his house. So we're going to go on. But there is in the Bible days that uh, in the Bible when Joshua died off. Okay, he died off. And they say all that generation will gather until their fathers. And there arose another generation after them which knew not the Lord nor yet the works he had done for Israel. And the children of Israel did evil in the sight of the Lord. And they forsook the Lord God of their fathers. See, this is what happened when a generation grows up not knowing God. Okay, then it's going to be evil. Evil is going to be being done. And that is what is happening. Number one, either the parents are not going to church themselves. They're not training their kids up in the way of God. Or, number two, the parents are going to church, but they're not making sure they instilling the um, godly values and godly principles in their children at home. Or, they're going to church, the parents is going to church, but they're not living a holy life at home and everywhere they go. 
That is how a generation will grow up that don't even know God or the works of God. And so I'm making my business. Like with this accident, they was there, so they seen that that was nothing but God. They at my house. They, my, my children are at my house. They see me living a holy, consistent life. I, I hide nothing from them. No, they see me living this holy and consistent lifestyle. So they go, they won't have an excuse that they know they didn't know God. Now it's gonna be up to them if they decide that they're gonna fear God and keep his commandments. I can't force them to do that, but some things you will do in my house. Because this is a holy home and we serve God. So glory to God. Now we talking about the fearless generation, and that was in Judges. We judges too. But we have to be careful that we train our children again in a ways of holiness. We have to be careful that we are training our children in a ways of holiness. Now, friends, I mentioned that a little bit before. We have to be careful about who we allow our children to be close-knit friends with. Because bad company corrupts good manners, okay? Bad company corrupts good manners. And so a lot of times your children might be green. They don't know what's going on. And they're connecting with these toxic people. No. You, you have to make sure you talk to your children about what type of friends to have. Because even though they're a nice person, but if their friend is caught up in that street life, they might be a casualty. Because they was hanging around the wrong people. So we have to train our children. Listen, if the friends ain't going being successful like you, they're not making good decisions. That's not a friend. You don't need to be close-knit with them. You can love them. You can pray for them. But you don't need to be spending time with them because the same fate, the same thing that happened to them will happen to you. For instance, if somebody is going to rob a bank, and you in a car with them, going around the bank, you getting in trouble too, because you was in the car with them, uh, accomplice, I believe that's the name of it, to the crime. So we have to teach our children, no, don't go alone to get alone. If these people are toxic, you cannot be close-knit friends with them. Pray for them and tell them, look, I'm not about that life, and I don't want to mess up my life. I love you, but I can't mess up my life going to places with you and being, being with you and you want to be this type of person. Now, I accept you for who you are, but this toxicity is not who you are and I can't stand, I cannot stand and be around you if you want to take part in these type of activities. So we have to teach our children to be upfront with that. Don't hang around these type of people because they dragging themselves down the wrong path they're going to drag you down the wrong path as well. So don't go when sinners entice you. It's a scripture that's related. Don't go with them. If you got to be by yourself, A, be great by yourself until God send you some like-minded friends. It's good because you're going to save yourself some heartache, some pain, some unwanted consequences. So we got to teach our children about what kind of friends to have. It's okay to be by yourself, again, until the right friends come along. Yes, you're supposed to think well of yourself. Not think too highly as you are. Think soberly. But you love yourself. You want to see yourself successful. You even want to see your friends successful. But if they don't want to see themselves successful, you cannot connect with them in the bad, bad things that they are doing. So you need to choose those friends that's helpful to your life, that's going to push you to great things, okay? That's going to keep you on a path of your destiny and not make a detour down the wrong highway that can lead you to jail or lead you to death. All right, let's make good friends. Let's choose good company. All right, another thing. I mentioned about disobedient to parents. The Bible said that in the last days that this will be happening, so it's not of no surprise. But when you disobey parents, then you can expect destruction. Because the Bible said that it may be well with you. When you obey your parents, it's well with you. 
But when you disobey, it's not well with you. And so it's a shame, y'all. I'm hearing of more and more young people dying than older people. And a lot of times they're getting shot. They're getting killed that way. Or any other violent way they are leaving this earth. And some are even committing suicide. And so we got to look at, listen, we got to fear God. And so anyway, all of these things are happening because this generation do not fear God. They think they're okay. They think there's not a God. And I'm telling y'all, they're even getting into this magic, which is witchcraft. And I'm like, you believe the demons over God? Wow, you want the demonic power, but you don't want God's power. That's how the devil is deceiving a lot of them. And a lot of them are demonically possessed. Anytime, anytime you can kill your mom, you know that was demonically influenced. And it, it just keeps happening. Children killing relatives or even adults, young adults killing relatives. Y'all, this is the work of the enemy. The Bible say the thief come not but to steal, kill, and destroy. The, he comes to steal, kill, and destroy. So we got to, y'all, we need to teach our children to fear the Lord. We need to fear God ourselves because this is a fearless generation. And I'm telling you, if they don't fear God, they definitely ain't going to fear man. And so that's why we like in the schools when the children are disrespectful, okay, they don't even fear God. They don't respect God. So who am I? I'm just a human. So I'm telling y'all, it's getting crucial out here. And we can stop it. I'm going to get that to the end. There is a solution. But we have to be willing to do the solution. Guns, violence on violence ain't going to help this generation. They still going to be fearless. and they still Which means they still ain't going to fear God. So... Let's see how this, again, of, of this not fearing God came about. The transgression of the wicked saveth, the transgression of the wicked saith within my heart that there is no fear of God before his eyes. The transgression of the wicked saith within my heart that there is no fear of God before his eyes. For he flattereth in his own eyes until his iniquity be found to be hateful. The words of his mouth are iniquity and deceit. He have left off to be wise. That's why they are fearless. He have left off to be wise and to do good. He deviseth mischief upon his bed. He set of himself in a way that is not good. He abhorreth not evil. That means he loves evil. Psalms 36, 1 through 4. Let me read the ERV version. Deep in the hearts of the wicked, a voice tells them to do wrong. I believe that. They have no respect for God. They lie to themselves. They don't see their own faults. They don't. They don't take accountability for their actions. So they are not sorry for what they do. I'm going to read that again. They don't see their own faults. So they are not sorry for what they do. So what example? I'm not saying in the other case, but example. Oh, I killed them because they won't let me play my video game. Oh, yeah. I killed my wife because now she's sleeping with another man. What your wife is doing is wrong. Yeah. But you killing her for sleeping with another man is wrong too. So they don't see, they're not sorry for what they do. They don't see their own faults. Their words are wicked lies. And I'm telling you, oh my gosh, this is so true. They have stopped doing anything wise or good. It's happening. They make wicked plans in bed at night. It happens. They choose a way of life that does no good. Because I'm like, why? Why? I know I'll be talking to some young people. Why are you choosing this path? Why? When you can just be successful in school, get you a certificate or diploma, be successful in the world. Why are you choosing this path? They want the fast path. 
They want what they see in the videos and listening to the music. So it's like they choose a way of life that does no good. Because like I always tell them, two things. You either going to end up in jail or dead. And people just don't believe this until it happens. And so it's like, okay, let me, that's what they said, let me live my life. Go ahead. But those, you choosing death or jail. All right? They choose a way of life that does no good. And they never say no to anything evil. It's like, oh, you, hey, hey, my guy, you want to do this? Let's do it. Why ain't you saying no? Rob a bank? No. Steal from somebody? No. Kill somebody? No. But they're not saying no. They're saying yes. It's like, really? You know this is evil. Why are you agreeing to this? They don't fear God. We said that at the beginning. They're, that there is no fear of God before their eyes. That's why they're thinking of evil in the bed. That's why they, they, they don't have they don't want to do good. They're not wise. They they and say they never say no to anything evil. They don't see it as that evil. They don't take accountability. They're not sorry for what they did. All of this is because they don't fear God. I'm gonna say this again because they they don't see their own faults. Y'all know y'all know the Bible is right on night. This is what happened when they don't respect God. We're going to say it again. They lie to themselves. They don't see their own faults. They are not sorry for what they do. Their words are wicked lies. They have stopped doing anything wise or good. They make wicked plans in the bed at night. They choose a way of life that does no good. And they never say no to anything evil. Y'all know this is happening. I'm talking about youth, young adults, adults. This generation is a fearless generation because they don't fear God. And this is what's happening. It's evident. Um, next, Romans 3.13. Their throat is an open grave. They habitually deceive with their tongues. The venom of ass is beneath their lips. Their mouth is full of cursing and bitterness. Y'all, sometimes I just be wanting to go, y'all can't see me on my podcast, but I be wanting to cover my ears like, what are you saying right now? Like, they will cuss you out. Like, every other word be a cuss word. And they are so bitter. Yes. This is this is what happened when you don't fear God. Y'all know God is love. God is peace. God is joy. God is happiness. God is all of these things. But they're bitter. And, oh my gosh. Their mouth is full of cursing and bitterness their feet are swift to shed blood i'll be like one some months ago you could see the man killing people because he went he went i think he went live or whatever he did a video and he was just happy look like to kill people it showed him like shooting people they are swift to shed blood destruction and misery are in their paths and they have not known the path of peace. Why? Scripture, there is no fear of God and his awesome power before their eyes. Romans 3, 13 through 18. Why are they doing this? There is no fear of God. Again, their mouth is full of cursing and bitterness, destruction and misery are in their path their feet are swift to shed blood and they have not known the path of peace why have they not known the path of peace because again they don't fear god god is the prince of peace hello when you leave god out the equation expect for destruction misery bloodshed evilness expect it they don't fear god like they said they took prayer out to school. Y'all don't want us to talk about religion in the school. Okay, we have a generation that is fearless, and it's not in a good way. It's the point that they don't fear God. They don't fear God. That's why their feet is swift to shed blood. You'll be looking like, what? You're so excited by having a gun in your hand, killing and shooting people? 
What? This is why. Because they don't fear God. Point blank period. That's the basis for it right there. You want an explanation, y'all? They don't fear God. And parents, again, don't let this be your fault. Don't let this be your fault that you ain't training your kids up to fear God. But we're going to go on. Now, another reason. Here we go. Ecclesiastes 8 and 12. Though a sinner, did I, did I tell y'all the scripture just in case I didn't for the other one? Proverbs 8, 13 was the other one I just read. Well, nope, sorry, that was the wrong. Romans 3, 13 through 18 was what I just read. Romans 3, 13 through 18. Now, Ecclesiastes 8 and 12. Though a sinner does evil a hundred times and his life seemingly is prolonged in spite of his wickedness, still I know that it will be well with those who reverently fear God, who fear and worship him openly, realizing his omnipresence and his power. Ecclesiastes 8 and 12. So they think just because like they're not getting a consequence for their action right up front that that is not being noticed, that it's going to go unpunished. But you all, everyone is going to receive for the wrong that they have done. And there is no respect of person. That is in Colossians. Check it out. Search it. So we cannot think. Like, they just think, oh, okay, whatever, whatever. I'm unstoppable. And, yes, I am unstoppable because I got the power of the Holy Ghost. I am. But if you don't have the power of the Holy Ghost, you out here, again, killing, shooting people, harming people, um, cheating people, stealing from people, doing all this evil. And just because the punishment is prolonged for you, you think you didn't got away. God sees everything. He is everywhere. You won't, you will not get away. And we, you know what? We should take that as, Lord, thank you for your grace and mercy. Thank you. But instead, it's like, I'm getting away, so I'm going to keep killing. I'm going to keep shooting. I'm going to keep stealing. What? No, it's God's grace and mercy, and you will receive for the wrong you have done, and there's no respect to person. So you don't know how it's going to come back on you. And people be like, karma, whatever. It's really you will reap what you sow. Bible. You will reap what you sow. So, hey, you out there having a good time? Think you're having a good time? Think you're getting away? Think you're cheating people? Think you are and you harming people? Okay, there will be a reckoning day. And you, if you don't get it here on earth and you don't repent, you're going to hell for eternity. So it's like, what? You really cheated yourself. So we got to look at, listen, no one gets away and we need to come with God with open arms. Lord, forgive me. I don't want to be like this no more. Please wash me. I have filthy hands. I got a filthy mouth. Lord, wash me and cleanse me from this filthiness. But anytime that, let me go scroll up to my other scripture. You don't think you filthy. The Bible said in Proverbs 30 and 12, there's a generation that are pure in their own lives, and yet is not washed from their filthiness. You think you pure, and you out here doing all this mess. Whatever you want to do, how you want to do it, but you think you pure. But you're not washed from your filthiness. We got to ask God to wash us from this. It's like, why aren't you fearing God? Because obviously either it wasn't taught, sometimes it wasn't taught. Okay, I understand that. But there is a God. And we, every day, I'm like, Lord, if it's anything I done done against you, Lord, please give me, please wash my mind, wash me, my tongue. Because I don't want to do nothing that's not right according to your word, according to you. Lord, help me, cleanse me from it. And show me me. Show me if I have done it. So I won't do it again. So anyway, y'all, this is the fearless generation. But I'm telling y'all, the Bible don't lie. It's appointed to man wants to die. Scripture and then the judgment. And we all going to stand before God to give an account 
about the deeds, the works that we have done in his body, whether it was good or evil. So you don't get away. And my thing is, why do people fear, and I'm not talking about respect, why is people scared of a man killing you rather than God? Like I said in one of my other videos, all he can do is kill me. I'm going to have eternal life with Jesus. What? I'm going to be resting until Jesus comes. And again, I, and then I'll have eternal life when we come back to, to capture the church away. So all you can do is destroy this natural body. So, y'all, why is you out here scared of a man that can just destroy your body and not scared of who can destroy your body and soul? See, it's an evilness. The devil is behind all this destruction you see going on. All of it. And you're not scared of the fact that when you die, you're going to rot in hell? Why aren't you scared of that? So that's why I'm like, nah. I don't need no gun to protect me. I don't need no mace to protect me. I got Jesus, and he is all-powerful. And if he want me to live, I shall live and not die. If he says it's my time to go, but hey, it's my time to go. And I'm going to be singing in the heavenlies when he come back to catch up the church. So, okay, that's all you could do? You a punk. All you could do was shoot me. And now I'm gone because I can't even fight back. So you was a punk. But it don't even matter because God is my vindicator. God will avenge me. So what? I got all-powerful God on my side. You got the devil on your side with limited amount of power. My God got unlimited power. And you will get what's coming to you. Do I want people to get hurt? No. But I'm saying I'm not scared of no man. I don't. I don't, I want all people to come to repentance and be saved. The fact is, I'm not scared of what man can do unto me, and that's the other kind of fear. But the fear we talking about is why ain't people respecting God, the Almighty, powerful God? That's why I respect Him, cause God got me covered. I love Him because He first loved me. Uh uh, ain't no way y'all out here acting like this, man. God is all-powerful, and the devil got limited. You got limited amount of power. That gun, that gun, if God was, God, God can blow, and your hand be wiggled up from the gun, like wiggled up, and you can't even use it no more. So so what is a gun? Whatever. It's like going to be Wild Wild West out here after a while, but uh, and it, it's, it's turning into that now. Anyway, Y'all, we need to fear God. We need to fear God because there's going to be a reckoning day. And I'm telling y'all, I just explained to y'all why this fearless generation have came about. And it's some young adults and adults that don't fear God. They don't even, they don't believe in God. They just out here doing whatever they want to do. And see, when you get like that, that gives the devil space to possess you that gives the devil space to influence you to do the wrong thing to do evil in the sight of god and that's why it's so much evil in the earth and people are just doing things that it's just so cold and heartless and god said through his word that this will happen in the last days but if you don't want to be in this fearless generation Again, you got to fear God. You got to spend some time with God. You got to get a relationship with God. You got to be filled of his spirit. Because see, when you filled of his spirit, then you ain't filled of no demonic spirit. Is no room. Like I'm filled with the Holy Ghost. There's no room for the devil to come in. There's no way that I can be deceived by the devil because I have God's spirit that gives me the spirit of discernment. So even when things look good, I can know that it's still a covering up for evil. But when you don't have the Holy Ghost, you'll be like, oh, yes, that, that woman or that man, or they preach, they can teach, they can sing, they can play the musical instrument. But at the same time, this might be an instrument of Satan. Instrument of Satan. And some folk got them playing in their churches. Some folk got them preaching in their churches. Some people got them teaching in churches. 
You got to try the spirit to see if it be of God. If what they lifestyle, that what they living is not lined up to the word of God, they they can be demonically influenced. They can be fleshly influenced. And so it's like, wait a minute. And they don't fear God because there's no way that you respect God and know you are homosexual and you preaching. There's no way you respect God and you are homosexual and you on a musical instrument. There's no way you respect God if you sleeping around with women and you not married and you still preaching, teaching, playing the music, singing on the praise team. Ain't no way you respect God. This is a fearless generation because I'm telling y'all, my parents put the fear of God in me when I was younger. I seen them little word. They taught me the word of God. And then when I became older, I began to believe it. I got filled with the Holy Ghost. Glory to God. And I became a believer, an actual believer in Christ Jesus. And I never wanted to be a fake. Like if I knew I was in sin, I didn't come into church claiming to be saved. I didn't come into church bucking and shouting and all of this. I didn't come into church wanting to teach nobody anything. I didn't come into church wanting a church position, knowing that I was in sin. But this generation today, they don't care. They're like, God knows my heart. What? He know your heart is evil. So what you need to do is come into church, lift your hands up and surrender and repentance and say, Lord, I'm sorry. Lord, I need you to cleanse me. Lord, I need you to wash me. Lord, I need you to fill me with your whole Sorry about the interruption, part two. I need you to fill me with your Holy Spirit so that I can so that I can live for you. This is what we need to be telling God. But in but instead. But instead, it's like, excuse me, y'all, that was my son calling. He's probably going to call back. But instead, it's like, wait a minute. You're just faking and shaking. But in my conclusion, in my conclusion, I just would like to say, let's fear God. Let's fear God. Because that's the only way we're going to be saved. That is the only way we're going to be saved. And I'm like, I, I don't. It is a generation. Some know God. And I thank the Lord for y'all. Keep representing God. Keep representing God. Don't let nobody pull you on the wrong side. Don't be ashamed to stand up for what you believe in Christ. Don't be ashamed to stand up for what you believe in Christ. And this is the last scripture. And I know y'all on my I Am Worth It podcast like, woo, she's been coming with some strange topics. But it's like, I can't focus on just a single life and not address what is going on. And we, and this is, this have to do with some of us single mom and single women. Cause single women, we are powerful in the Lord. And so what I'm calling forth in conclusion is the cunning and the mourning women. Because as the scripture has said, death has come up through our windows. Let me make sure I'm going that right. Glory to God. Yes, death has come up through our windows. Our children is dying, commit suicide or get murdered. It has come up through our windows. Hallelujah. It's time for us to take up a welling for them. It's time for us to cry out to God in prayer. It's time for us to cry out to God in fasting. I'm telling y'all, it works. And let's live the life. Let's cry out for our children. Let's cry out for the saints' children. Let's cry out for the children in the world. Let's cry out for the children even in our immediate area, our surroundings, our community. Glory to God. Let there be a change because we, Satan got to recognize, wait a minute. Uh-uh, the city of Batesville, there is an honorable man of God, and his name is Bishop Calvin C. Wiley. Oh, no, no, no. The saints got dominion over the city of Batesville. Glory to God. And we got to cry out for our children. Cry out for our community. Cry out for the saints' children again. Cry out. Glory to God. That God will protect our children. That they will turn from their wicked ways and be saved. And rise up and live for him. And be that great army. Glory to God. That he's calling for in these last evil days. You want to rep somebody? Rep Jesus Christ. Rep the kingdom of God. Glory to God. I mean, our God has all power. Woo! 
glory, all power over. He had power over all the power of the enemy. God had given us the power to trade. Oh, yes. And we ain't trading lightly. Glory to God. We cutting off heads. We cutting off John's heads in the name of Jesus Christ. So glory to God. Let's stand up. Glory to God for holiness, for righteousness. And let's fear God in which we respect him. Not that we scared of going to hell. No, we respect God because he loved us first. Glory to God. So we're going to honor him in body and in spirit. We're going to obey his commandments because we love him. Glory to God. And so. Y'all, pray fast. Get your head in that book, not the Facebook, but the word of God. Glory to God. Because, y'all, we need God. And this world, it won't get better. But our children that we training, they'll get better. They'll be a light in their schools. They'll be a light in the community that they may help other children to be saved. So pray for the families that even lost loved ones and children because I grieve for the hearts of the parents. Glory to God. Pray for them. But Lord, we got to be about our father's business. And read y'all. Read Jeremiah 9, 17 through 24. Glory to God about the morning and the cunning women. Glory to God. We got to pray. Because that's the only way change is going to happen. We got to pray. We got to fast. We got to believe the word. We got to live the word. Glory to God. And we got to raise up our children to live and to love the Lord. Glory to God. Well, y'all, if y'all don't have a church home, I am. I am located in Batesville, Mississippi, under the leadership of Bishop Calvin C. Wally. Our church name is City of Refuge Church. You are welcome to come and be a part of our church family. Glory to God. If you don't know the plan of salvation. It is found in Acts 2.38. Repent. Be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. And you will receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost. Glory to God. Also check out John 3. Well, I pray that all of you will have a blessed, blessed, blessed night. Peace out.